Live from the rooftop of the Herman London Real Estate Group in beautiful downtown Maplewood, it's the St. Louis Realtor Podcast with your host, Adam Cruz. Welcome, welcome to this week's Herman London Real Estate Group St. Louis Realtor Podcast. We are live here at the Herman London Studios on the rooftop in beautiful downtown Maplewood, Missouri. And we've got a big announcement. Today is actually our seven-year anniversary. So May 12th, seven years ago, we started the company. So we had a big company outing today, and then we all hit some golf balls afterwards. We're excited. I want to thank everyone who's listening, everyone who's been part of the company, who's been a client, etc. And thank you for helping to make us a success. So we're celebrating with episode 15 of our podcast today, and we have a very special guest in the studio today. I've got to be on my best behavior uh, because we actually have our landlord here. (laughs) (laughs) Our landlord, uh, our representative of our landlord, I suppose, Allie Fryer is here from Red Brick. We are going to jump into some questions, but first of all, welcome Allie. And if you don't mind, go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. Thank you for having me. I am the director of marketing for Red Brick St. Louis, and I'm excited to be here. And congratulations on your anniversary. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What do you mean by Red Brick St. Louis? Do you guys have other like other offices? No, the I mean we just call it Red Brick St. Louis because we're mainly focused in the city of St. Louis. So. Oh, okay, because you're mainly yeah. focused. Okay, and so you say you're the director of marketing. Yes, that sounds like a pretty big job title. Oh yeah, I'm the the head honcho of the one person marketing department. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like what do you do? What does the director of marketing do for an interesting company like Red Brick? Sure, um, I'm responsible for the marketing of probably 1,200 to 1,300 commercial and residential spaces all over the city of St. Louis. Uh-huh. So. I'm responsible for helping to get those leased, both to co- huge commercial tenants and, you know, apartment leasing as well. Okay, so maybe I should take a step back, right, sure. and explain a little bit about red what red brick is because it's kind of a it kind of doesn't fit a normal mold, right? You're right. not just a company that owns a bunch of investment properties, right? And you're definitely not just like a commercial real estate firm. Nope. Do you guys list properties for other people? Uh, we do a little bit of third-party leasing for apartments, um, okay. not on the commercial side of things, though. So, so if someone owns a big apartment building, they can mm-hmm. hire you guys? Sure. Yep. Um, for the most part, though, we own, you know, the big buildings that we're doing the leasing for, we own most of those. We do some, you know, condos and a couple, you know, four families and things like that all over the city for third-party owners. But the big ones, we, we own those. Okay. So you said that you are constantly marketing 1,200 units. Do you? Yes. You don't have 1,200 vacancies, I guess, Oh, right? no, no. Um, as of right now, our residential occupancy rate is about 95%. So okay. it has grown, you know, about 12% over the last year and a half. Oh, wow. Um, we've do- had a lot of changes within the company and very exciting things happening. And so it's been a really fun year and a big adventure. So 95% means if you own 100 apartments that 95% of them have tenants in their paying rent. Right, sure. Yep. Okay, and that sounds like a good number. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, it's a good number. I mean, if I owned 10 apartments, I think I would want them all rented. Right. But when you own, and you say you have 1,200, you guys have 1,200 buildings, not just 1,200 units, Uh right? No, that's like, that's units. So okay. there might be four in one building. Um, I think maybe like four to 500 buildings. Wow, okay. And so what are your daily job responsibilities as a lead director of marketing? Sure, um, it can range from, you know, monitoring our social media reputation to meeting with vendors to planning events to having resident functions so it's just any number of things everything so oh so it's some of your buildings where you have multiple 
apartments you guys will host little events for the tenants so we actually have like neighborhood happy hours um where we have you know large focuses of apartments so we had um a downtown west one last month we had a central west end one last month um a soulard one at big daddy's in soulard last month so we just try to get the residents to come out meet each other and put a face to the name so you're just out and about all the time talking to people yeah Okay, so I noticed on your website that you guys call yourself a recycler of historic architecture. Yes. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Did you come up with that? No, I didn't. You can uh, take was, the credit. It's thank okay. you. Yes. Okay, yes, I made it up. Oh, good. Um, good <laughs> thank you. No, but we definitely are. Um, that's part of the reason that we don't really fit the mold of you know, a larger you know, commercial real estate or residential company because all of our buildings are old buildings that have been rehabbed, so none of the units are the same. So we don't have you know, that big... 90 unit building where every unit looks the same. We have, I have to go take the photos for every apartment that oh, we're listing on our website. You're, yes. you're a busy girl. Then yeah. Too. Yes. I'm doing all the photos for commercial and residential spaces as well. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about the company. Who owns this company? Pete Rothschild is the owner. Um, he is, you know, a big name in St. Louis. He started buying property, I think around the seventies and it just, he just, you know, kept buying and buying and it's blossomed into red brick. So this guy, did you say Pete? Mm-hmm. He owns all of these properties. Yes. And he started buying in the 70s, you're yes. saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about the market then? or how? Uh, I think, you know, it was a down market. And so he, from what he has told me, started buying when the market wasn't so great. And he just kept buying from there. And it just grew and grew and grew. He, his family actually owned Rothschild Antiques, which okay. was in the Central West End. And that's actually in one of our buildings. But um, of course. He's, yeah, he's turned into more of a real estate guy. I love that he, I guess you're saying he just keeps buying and buying and buying oh, any, yeah. any kind of property that comes available for yeah. sale. He's considering buying it and he just, I mean, finds they look, way. they're constantly looking at things to buy. Um, we definitely believe in saving old buildings. Um, we have a building in South city that used to be an old Coca-Cola factory and it's renovated into 70 lofts oh, wow. and like perennial artisan ales is uh-huh. down there in that building. Um, and then we have a project in Tower Grove that was, you know, a pretty downtrodden building, and it's now being renovated in 26 one-bedroom apartments, and those will be available starting in July. Okay. We're renovating a warehouse in, on Olive in the Central West End and high-end apartments, so... Always yes. marketing. Always when will those be available? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. I'm so intrigued by this. I don't know how much of this information you know about, you know, how was he able to just buy? Was he taking out loans? Was he independently wealthy? That or, I don't know. And he, um, does, does he have like a lot of business partners? He does have, we do have partners on some of the buildings. A lot of the South City portfolio we have partners on. And then we actually have a general contractor in our office as well. And that's Blackline Development. Okay. So that's a branch of Red Brick. And Rothschild Development. So it's okay. Red Brick, Rothschild Development, and Blackline. And we're all in the same office. And so it's kind of like in-house, which is pretty cool. Okay. I guess he's just had to be really tough like through the years and just yeah. to keep buying things right. and dealing exactly. with tenants and problems and keep growing. And Yep. Okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. All right. So you, you're the director of marketing. It sounds like you do some Facebooking. You're, you're kind of running yep. around doing photos. You're having events. Of all the marketing that you do, you know, we have realtors that listen to this. Sure. And we have, you know, people that are just interested in real estate that listen to this. What marketing is working for you? Mm-hmm. And then I've got a follow-up question of what is a waste of time, but tell me what marketing sure. is working. You know, Twitter is a big area where people are, we get a lot of traffic just from, you know, retweets and people see a hashtag and it says the neighborhood. So like a lot of times people are searching, you know, Soulard in their hashtags. So they click Soulard and we list our apartment there and then it's like, hey, check out, 
you know, this apartment in Soulard. So um, that's a big one. And then I would also say that Zillow is just a huge... I mean, we get so many leads from Zillow. I have not felt as old as I just felt when you just started talking about Twitter. And that's that's embarrassing because I think I know a lot about Twitter. Sure. I tweet all the time yeah. or whatever. But I don't understand. Why would someone go to Twitter to search for apartment? Well, find? oh, I mean, they could be searching for anything in the neighborhood. And someone knows someone who's searching for an apartment. And they see this when they're searching in a neighborhood hashtag. And then they pass it along. So it may not be the exact person who's looking. But someone else may see it and pass it along. Okay, so you'll post something on Twitter like... Check out this Soulard okay. apartment, two bedroom, one bathroom, exposed brick, and hashtag then a link. Hashtag Soulard, hashtag STL, and then okay. put the link there. And then someone, you can search Twitter for a certain hashtags. Mm-hmm. So yep. you search Twitter for the word Soulard. Right. Come across that. Yep. And then they go, tweet, tweet, hey, friend, like. <laughs> check out this apartment I found in Soulard. Check out this Soulard. apartment yeah. I found in Soulard. Yeah. And now, from your perspective, are they just going to click on the tweet and then do they contact you through Twitter or do you want to send It'll them to It'll direct them to our website, so the link would be in the tweet as well. Oh, so you well. put the link yeah. in there, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you put the link to the apartment yeah. in there, too. Yeah, yeah. So you're generating a lot of traffic to your website, yeah. by the way. Yep. This is a smart girl. <laughs> okay. And then, like I said, Zillow is the other, I mean, huge one. I'm. Zillow in the past year has just done some crazy things and they're now linked with hot pads and postlets and all these other right. apartment marketing websites. And so I posted an apartment yesterday on postlets and we already have like seven leads in the inbox from all different websites. Uh-huh. So do you post your stuff on Zillow directly or do you post it on postlets? Well, or hot pads? so for rentals, you have to post it through postlets. Um, they got actually got rid of their rental tool and they have partnered with postlets so it's okay. now moved to postlets but um okay. yeah it's i mean it's exactly the same as how you listening on zillow so you're using zillow a lot but you're not necessarily paying them for the ads and all that stuff well we do we do pay Zillow. pay to make your yeah. listing your listings mm-hmm. featured so we have a couple of building like our larger buildings we pay for ads for those um okay. just because you know there's constantly things people moving in and out so we'll always have units there but for the smaller ones postlets is free so well, so how does all this tech stuff that you're doing, does it bring a lot of traffic to your website? I'm kind of curious how much of your guys' business comes oh, from yeah. your, your a website. Lot of, a lot is also from our website. Um, we get about, on average, you know, 5,500 page views a day on our, just on our website. A day? Wow. Yeah. Um, I post have posted apartments before at 9.30 a.m., and they are leased by 11 o'clock. Wow. People are just, you know, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing because, and especially in Soulard, that's such like a niche market and people want those historic buildings and mm-hmm. that's what they're looking for. And so when you're in the busy season, like it is right now, you know, May, June, July, those are going to fly off the shelves. Yeah. 5,500 a day is fantastic. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing is that you guys have these huge, huge, huge banners on the sides of buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yep. where, tell me just, I'm just curious, where do you even print those? Um, you know what we have, we use a lot of different vendors. We sometimes use a one and Soulard. Uh-huh. Um, I've used fast signs in Brentwood. Yeah. It's just, they print total, that stuff that fast big. signs. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. They, and they're very quick. And then I was using, no, I can't remember the name of them, but it was another one in Kirkwood, but we had a really great rep and he went, got a new job. So I've, I'm always shopping around for sign makers. Okay. And I guess you don't, you don't necessarily use like trackable phone numbers or on those banners. No, right? no, we don't. Um, just because we do get so much traffic to our website, so that's kind of just where we're directing the traffic. Uh-huh. Um, no, we don't do tra- trackable phone numbers. And you guys have several realtors that work at your company, right? Um, we have two right now. 
Um, I think, well, I think there's a couple others that like obviously aren't directly in our office, but, mm-hmm. um, we have two in the office who are also working on the commercial side of things. So when you guys have properties available, you don't even necessarily put them on the MLS. No, they always go on. Like if we have a house for sale or, you know, a building, like a large building for sale, they're always on listed on MLS. Okay. Yeah. But not your leases. No, no. Those are okay. not. And then when you have people that are in your office and they're the realtors or the real estate sure. agents, do they just sort of specialize in one thing, like an area? Do they specialize in only commercial or residential? Actually, both of the realtors in our office are in the commercial side of things. Okay. Um, but then, you know, for when they're working on the real estate side of things, they're doing more residential. So it's really just a mixed bag. You also do open houses, but not the typical ones like we sure. think of. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So our open houses for apartment leasing are kind of different because we allow people to come in any time of the day during the week and they leave us with, you know, a credit card or something in exchange for the keys to the okay. apartments. And we have a red key system. So available apartments are on a red lock. So they get a red key and the deadbolts are all red on all of the doors. So they can go to any of the apartments on our list and look at them. Oh, wow. That's and then neat. they just need to return them before the end of the day. And you don't have trouble with that. People nope. are not vandalizing or whatever. No, no, nope. I don't know that those people are going to be savvy enough to go to our website and find out that we have an open house program. So okay. <laughs> you seem to be involved and just kind of getting it wrong. It sounds like you go to all these different neighborhoods and everything yep. from your experience or from what you're seeing, what, what neighborhoods do you see? I guess in the city, you guys cover some County too, obviously, cause I'm sitting in the County. Yeah. Right. right. What neighborhoods do you see as having the most growth potential? Sure. Um, I mean, Central West End is absolutely just booming right now. There are so many developments going up. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there there's the Opus development on the corner of um, Lindell and Euclid, and it's going to be you know a high rise with commercial. What is that? On the first I saw floor. that the other day. It's going to be a, apartments, you know, on the higher levels and first floor commercial space. So, so we need more apartments down there. Yeah, I don't know that we need more. Well, I mean, we always need more, I guess, but. There's just so much going up. There's the whole Whole Foods um, development that's going in down there, and there's apartments above that as well. So there are hundreds of apartments being built in the central west end right now. And also I think um, the Grove is really growing. Hopefully that Opus development, mm-hmm. didn't mean to interrupt you, sorry. No, okay. Hopefully the Opus development will have commercial on the first floor right. and then parking on the next seven yeah, floors or something like that. You know? I know. I think there has to be some sort of parking going in there because the Argyle Garage, which is across the street from that, is pretty much full. Yeah, it's full. So, yeah. I, w- I was visiting a friend in Tampa who lived in a big building and they had commercial on the first floor. And then literally, I think the next eight floors okay. or so was a parking garage. Yeah, that makes sense. And it was great. Yeah, know? yeah. Downtown I mean, Tampa's not the Central busy, West definitely needs help with parking. It needs parking. Parking, yeah. I mean, yeah. and those meter maids are all over it. They, they are. We'll get you. Yeah, I went to an event down there the other night. I think I drove around looking for parking for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. Okay, so then I didn't mean to interrupt you. What are the other kind of developments um, going on? The Grove. So, you know, just straight down Manchester, down the right. road from you guys. Um, there's just, you know, coffee shops and restaurants and bars and music venues just popping up all over the place. And I just think the residents that live around there just really band together for the neighborhood and are really proud of their neighborhood. So. So do you guys own much property in the Grove? We own the building that's connected to Atomic Cowboy. Okay. Um, were the, were the uh, like tower or tattoo tower places? Ta- yeah, tower uh-huh. tattoo. And then, I mean, we don't own much down there, but it just really is. I mean, and they just have a really strong neighborhood association and 
they are just they're marketing for the their neighborhood you should check it out it's i mean for a, a small neighborhood it's very strong and so. then when you're when you're driving down manchester like you said you i i know this you see the huge grove sign mm-hmm, right and then exactly. there's all these kind of new businesses and they've got urban chestnut right. now is the uh i guess the north side of manchester or the south side of manchester in your opinion maybe you don't know have the better potential for growth for residential um for residential Oh, I guess the south side, probably the north side. That's where you kind of get into like more of the hospital development behind there. Uh-huh. So there's not a ton of I mean, there's a ton of houses that need a lot of work back there. But I guess just all around it, really. Yeah, probably all around. Yeah. And maybe between the Grove and Central West End mm-hmm. is, is that I mean, where all that's the growing. There's a ton. Of, yeah. Cortex is back there and there's just a ton of incubators back there. So it's I mean, that Cortex building is amazing. Have you been with Red Brick long enough that you've seen a major change here in Maplewood? Um, you know what? I've only I've been with Red Brick since December of 2013. Sorry. Okay. So a little over a year. I just think Maplewood is just I mean, side project seller, that's so yeah. it's really awesome. But I just think Maplewood has always been a pretty strong neighborhood and Schlafly is right down the street and there's a lot of great coffee shops and there's a lot of long-term tenants here who drive a lot of traffic to the neighborhood, I would yeah. say. We love Maplewood, yeah. and I think that we want to stay. Yeah. So please let yeah. us stay as our landlord. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? I was looking at your, your bio on your website. Sure. It looks like you're kind of hip. You like to get out and go around. <laughs> yeah. you know? Any certain like events or community things that we should know about that you think people should check out? Um, well, I just bought my tickets to LuFest today. Oh, today's the secret sale. They're actually $50, um, for the two day pass. Secret for, sale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love LuFest and I love that it brings a lot of out of town people to the city and it's just been growing a lot over the past couple right. of years. So you're a music girl. Cause you also yeah. mentioned the concerts at the botanical gardens. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. a, that bio is a little bit dated. I have, <laughs> that was when I first started. Okay. Uh, I haven't been to one of those in a while, but those are really fun. You should okay. check those out too. Um, and then I actually live right by Francis Park in South City. So I oh, like, love going to anything in the park. They have like art in the park and things like that. So I've played some kickball in that park. Okay. You know, yeah. and it's fun to go and walk around. Yeah. I guess there's a lot of events that happen there. Yeah. they And they actually just put in a coffee shop in the middle of the park. They did? It's so cool. Yeah. It opened last week. So Is it city owned? No, it's. I don't think it is, but... That's um, neat. They just let yeah. someone rent I know. Out. It's like right by the tennis courts. All the old men are hanging out there after they play tennis in the morning. It's They're going to make some good money. All right. Good. Well, I'm going to, unless you have any questions or anything in particular you want to say. I guess, what's your favorite thing about Maplewood? Oh, oh you're throwing it <laughs> yeah. back on me here. Yeah, okay. I'm going to turn this interview around. <laughs> One of my favorite things about Maplewood, I guess, is that it's kind of like it's small enough that we can be involved in it. You know, when we were looking for space around the city, we looked at downtown, we looked at Clayton, we looked at Kirkwood, we looked at Maplewood and I wanted to be involved in something, you know? And so it was neat to get our office in Maplewood. And within, I think the first year or so, you know, we definitely joined the chamber of commerce instantly, but we were able to make friends with other business owners. I got on the economic development committee and, you know, when I go to the different events, people know my name and I like to walk into the shops and, I actually go to the post and I walk in there and they go, Norm, (laughs) you know, and and they called me that because I told them that I always wanted to have a place where like I would know, (laughs) you know, but like cheers. Yeah. yeah, That's what's, that's one of the things I love about Maplewood. Absolutely. The other thing is now when we tell people, oh, our office is in Maplewood, everyone says, oh my gosh, Maplewood's so cool. It's growing so much. It's this and that. And I guess it is, you know, Yeah. it's one of these things now where 
I don't notice probably the growth as much sure. because I'm just sort of used to it. Right. But it's just, it's a great place to be. Plus, it's close to everything. I live really near right. here too. So. And all the way down Sutton is just really growing a lot as well right. as Manchester. So there's these new cool businesses right. coming Right. And then people maybe don't see if they're not, if they don't, you know, veer off of Manchester. But there's a lot of great businesses down Sutton as well. Yeah. I remember when the commercial market, I guess, was going down just like everything else yeah. was. A lot of the tenants, I think, who were on Sutton. We're moving to some of the vacant spaces on Manchester, sure. you know, which I guess then gave other businesses opportunities to open their businesses on Sutton. That Absolutely. Type of thing too. All right. So I have five questions that I ask everybody. Oh, gosh. Okay. And you know these already because you listened to all 14 of the yes, other podcasts. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm sure. Right. Uh-huh. So this, I just like to get to know you a little bit. Okay. All right. If you don't mind. Is this like rapid fire? Or? No, okay. we don't have to talk really fast. So who lives under your roof? Just me. I live by you. myself. Okay. Yep. But I'm getting a puppy on Saturday. Oh, good. Yeah. What kind? A golden doodle. And where are you getting it? Um, not some puppy mill, I hope. No, it's not a puppy mill. It's from a farm. So. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Okay. A golden doodle. Mm-hmm. That's a golden retriever and poodle? A poodle mix, yeah. It, will it be like really... 50 to 60 pounds. Okay. That's my dog size. All right. Good for you. Thank and, you. And where are you your best? Hmm. That's a good question. With my family. When you're with your family, yeah. that's where you're your most comfortable. And oh where yeah, you shine. yeah, my sisters. Okay, and so you you're a marketing person. Obviously, you're the director of marketing. You're internet savvy. But do you have a favorite blog or podcast that you read or listen to? Um, you know what? I'm obsessed with This American Life. I, does that count? That's on that's on the radio, right? Is that on uh, NPR? Yeah, it's on Sundays, but it's actually online. Like they have all the okay. um, the archives, and I listen to that. All the time. I what used is to, that all about? Um, it's all different stories. I mean, it's really just anything you could imagine, honestly. They just tell a really good story, and they interview people. And I think I've listened to that before, really and they good. are really. It's yeah. Just, they're like it's really, in. Some of them, I'm like, oh, my God. Some, they could be about, like, a serial killer, and the next week it could be about, like, a farm. You know what I mean? It could okay. be just about anything. So it's okay. very interesting. Well, what is your guilty pleasure? Mm. Pizza. Other than listening to This American <laughs> yeah. Life. No, um, pizza. Pizza? Yeah. Well, then what's your favorite pizza place in St. Louis, if oh, I might ask? that's Or top three? Not a fair Can I question. get top three? Okay. Um, or favorite delivery and favorite place to go? I really like Dewey's in okay. Kirkwood. Well, they have them all over. Um, Dogtown Pizza, even though it's, it's frozen. Uh-huh. And Bono's. Where's that? In, on Hampton. Bonos. Is mm-hmm. that a restaurant? Yeah, yeah. They have a. I've never eaten there, but but they have you know good carryout pizza. So okay, I'll have to try it. Yeah. I always go to Jets on Hampton. Okay, that's a ch- national chain though. But it's extremely good. But Bonos is a St. Louis. I'll try Bonos. Do I need to order anything in particular? On Tuesday there? they have buy one get one free pizzas. So is it thin crust, thick crust? Both. Both. What mm-hmm. do I? What should I get though? Um, I like the thin crust. Oh, you're competing with Emos. All right. All right. <laughs> That's fine. All right. And who is your mentor? Um, I guess my boss. I mean, I've learned a ton from her. The president, our president of property management. She's also like, uh, was in the marketing field. So she's just very internet savvy and just very smart about the way that. Is that Louise? No. Um, Angie Hart is okay. her name. So I always ask people who their mentor is. And mm-hmm. yours is Angie Hart. And, you know, you have an active mentor. It sounds like sure, that's, yeah. that's still you're currently yes. like mentoring you. But how have you thanked them? Um, or her, I made her wedding invitations for her. Does that hey, count? <laughs> that counts. Um, no, but I, I think 
we, you know, have a good working relationship, but also we talk easily and she's easy to be around. So, and she knows that you appreciate her. Yeah. Especially she I hope will so. know. Now she I'm will. sure she'll be listening. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that is it All right. for today. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate I'm it. I'm glad that you came in. Thank you for coming yeah. in. And uh, we'll send you a link so you can put Perfect. this on your Yeah, it'll be on the stuff. red brick. Don't forget to tweet it. I won't. Know? I won't. And I'll hashtag. All I'm right. in London. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> and take care. And we'll see you guys for the next podcast coming up soon. Take care.